Welcome to Time of Restoration broadcast. We are so happy that you have tuned in and pray that something will be said to bless you, encourage your heart, lift your spirit, and increase your faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. For this is the day that the Lord hath made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in this day. This is the day that the Lord has designed and made for us to worship him, to magnify his name, to give him praise and thanksgiving for all that he has done and for all that he will be doing in and through our lives. We do not take it for granted. Many did not wake up this morning as we did. But they woke up in eternity. Many knowing God and many not knowing him. So it, it, it behooves us to stay rapture ready and to be always ready because we know not the day nor the hour when the Son of Man is going to come for us. Yes, he said to us, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I'm going to come again and receive you to myself. So he tells us, let not our hearts be troubled. This is what he told his disciples. Let not your heart be troubled. If you believe in God, believe also in me. He says, in my father's house a many mansions, meaning many rooms. Say, if it were not so, I would not have told you. And he tells us that he goes to prepare. He is going to prepare a place for us that where he is, we may be there also. So we just thank God for this opportunity to come into your homes, whether you're listening in your automobiles or from the comfort of your homes. We just thank God for this privilege and honor. And if this broadcast is being a blessing to you, you know, write us a note, uh, drop us a line, and let us know that we are being a blessing to you. Or you can give us a call, 856-629-0601. I'm going to be opening uh, the broadcast reading Psalms 15. It's a very short psalm, but a powerful psalm. And I'll be reading it in the New Living Translation. And it says, Lord, who shall abide in that tabernacle? And who shall dwell in thy holy hill? He that walketh uprightly. And worketh righteousness and speaketh the truth in his heart. He that backbiteth not with his tongue, nor doeth evil to his neighbor, nor taketh up a reproach against his neighbor, in whose eyes A vile person is condemned, 
but he honoreth them that fear the Lord. He that sweareth to his own hurt and changeth not. He that putteth not out his money to usury, nor taketh reward against the innocent. He that doeth these things shall not be moved. <laughs> to apologize for this call. God calls his people to be morally upright. And in this Psalms, he gives us 10 standards to determine how we are doing. We all live among corrupt people who make up their own standards and want no help from God or any other Christian influence. For their morality is determined by whatever seems convenient or gets them ahead. But know this, that our standards for living should not come from our personal preferences or our society, but from God. God sets the standard. He has set the standard. So many people get angry with the preacher and, and with the one that's bringing the truth. But God is the one that set the standard. Father God, I ask for forgiveness for anything I might have done out of your will. I thank you for this privilege and honor to come before your throne of grace. God, I thank you that we have access to enter into the most holy of holies to give your name the praise, the glory, the honor, to exalt your name, to lift your name up. God, we're coming on behalf of leaders of nations, oh God. Today we are praying for leaders of nations all over the world. We are praying for the peace of Jerusalem. We are praying for our president. Lord, we're asking today, we're lifting up war-tone areas. Lord, comfort. Be with the people. They have lost loved ones. War is so ugly. War is painful. Innocent people are killed. But the Bible says, there's a time for war and there's a time for peace. So, Lord, we're praying for war tone. Oh, God, the God of comfort be with the people. In the name of Jesus. God, I'm lifting up leaders of churches. We're lifting up our local assembly. We lift up our assistant pastor, our ministerial staff our deacon board, the members, the families, the daycare, Lord. We are praying for our assistant pastor, Pastor Kenneth Jones, that you would touch his body and touch his family 
his wife and children in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you for making known your wonders everywhere. God, we're praying for those that are on our prayer list, God. We are praying, oh God, and thanking you for answered prayers. God, we're praying and we're praying that robbers and rapists and murderers will be apprehended. We're praying for victims of day and night. Oh, God, those that are afraid to come out of their homes. God, we're asking that you would comfort them and be with them. Those that are walking in fear. Lord, we're coming against the spirit of suicide. We're coming against the spirit of abortion. God, we're coming against, oh, God, the spirit of of oppression and depression. God, be the lifter up of the spirits of the people in the name of Jesus. We speak life. We speak peace. We speak hope. We speak deliverance in the lives of your people. God, I lift up my Spiritual daughter Jill, her family, her children. God, I thank you, God, for making known your wonders everywhere. Praying for first responders, praying for the sick, bereaved families, that you would comfort, that you would make whole. And Lord, I just thank you for your goodness and for your mercies that are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness unto us. But Lord, I'm praying that your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, I lift up my music, VIP community family, every need for every individual, I lift them before you in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I'll just be so careful to give your name the praise, the glory, the honor belongs to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Been battling another cold and my throat is getting dry and I'm sipping on water as I'm preaching and teaching because my throat gets extremely dry. But we are teaching from the topic, don't settle for less. Don't settle for less. And when we said don't settle for less, it means that God has the best for us. But many times, if we're not walking in faith, we'll settle for less quickly. <laughs> because we are not trusting God. So, I'm going to be starting with 3 John chapter 1, verse 2. 
And it says, Beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul. So in other words, God wants the best for us. He wants us to prosper and be in good health, even as our soul prospers. So to settle for God's best, God is praying that all will go well with us. This was John the Beloved that says, uh, Beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul. First Timothy chapter 6 verse 15 says, Which he will display at the proper time. He who is the blessed and only sovereign, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, which he will display at the proper time. He who is the blessed and only sovereign, the King of kings and the Lord of of Lords. It's because of his sovereignty he wants the best for us. <laughs> it's because of his sovereignty he's the one that keeps our minds. He's the one that's keeping our spirit and our very souls. It's because of his sovereignty. God is sovereign. It's not our will, but it's his will. And we thank God for the fact that we can say that he who is the blessed and honest sovereign, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, is the one that has the best for us when we recognize his sovereignty and that he does want the best for us. Don't think that he does not. The enemy will make you think that he does not want the best. Even the things that people desire and want. I mean, some things people desire are sinful. And God is the one that has set the standard. But he wants the best for us. And do not settle for less John 10 and 10, the thief comes only to steal and kill and, de and destroy. He says, I came that they may have life and have it more abundantly. So huh, the thief lets you know up front what he came to do. So we don't want to put our trust in him. We want to put our trust totally in God. 
that wants the best for us. The thief is letting you know his purpose is to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But Jesus says, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. That means a life of abundance, a life of overflow. A life to spill over and to be a blessing to others. Do not settle for less than what God has for you. He wants to bless you. He wants to keep you. And he's able to keep you from falling. Also, Matthew 11, verse 28. It says, come to me all who labor and are heaven laden, and I will give you rest. Come to me. In other words, come to Jesus. Those who are heaven laden, that are burdened with the cares of life. And God says, I will give you rest. God wants the best for us. So do not settle for less. Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19 I called heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death. Lesson and curse. Therefore, choose life and you and your offspring may live. So if you want God's best, for you and not settle for less, you should choose life and not death. You should choose life and not death. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessings and cursing. Therefore, choose life that you and your offspring may live. My God. 
So we choose our destiny. It's a matter of choice, life or death. And I would rather choose life every time in order to have God's best for me and not settle for less. Exodus 15, 26, saying, If you will diligently listen to the voice of the Lord your God and do that which is right in his eyes and give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you that I put on the Egyptians. For I am the Lord, your healer. Wow. Saying, if you will diligently listen to the voice of the Lord, your God, and do that which is right in his eyes, and give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes. I will put none of the diseases on you that I put on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord, your healer. So it benefits us by hearkening to the voice of the Lord. He was telling the children of Israel, if you hearken unto me, if you listen to my voice, if you obeyed my commandments, the diseases that the Egyptians had would not come upon them. So what a powerful, what a powerful blessing that was, that if you just hearken unto me, if you obey me, you know, you're not settling now for less, but for my best for you. So I'm encouraging you today, you know, hearken to the very voice of the Lord. Obey his commandments. And you will benefit by doing so. First John 4 9. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only Son into the world so that we might live through him. Wow. Thank God for sending his Son. His Son gave his life on the cross that we may have the best. His son took on our sin, that we may be made the righteousness of God and Christ. He loved us so much, even before the foundation of the world. He knew God commended his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Hallelujah. 
and we are grateful because we do not want to settle for less. First John chapter three, verse nine says, no one born of God makes a practice of sinning, but God's seed abides in him and he cannot keep on sinning because he has been born of God. So we that are born again, accepted Jesus as our personal savior, We're not practicing sin. We are subject to sin, and God has made provision for us when we do, but we're not practicing sin. So when we're not practicing sin and living a lifestyle of sin, we are settling for God's best for us because we want to honor him in our lives, how we live. And how we treat our bodies and how we treat others. So we just thank God for the lesson on this evening. I had to speak slowly to avoid doing a lot of coughing. But God's word is his word. And we know that we don't want to settle for less. We want to settle for his best. If you're out there and you've never accepted Jesus as your personal savior, Pray this prayer with me. Father God, I believe your, your son Jesus died for me that I might be saved. Jesus, come and live on the inside of me. Be my Lord, my master, my savior. Fill me with your spirit. And write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Be my Lord, my Savior, and my friend. To the backslider, confess your sin. And ask God to restore unto you the joy of his salvation. Hallelujah. Abba Father is waiting for you. He's married to the backslider. Your, 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 your Christian family, they're waiting for you. And right now, for both the backslider and the one that had never accepted Jesus as your personal Savior, you're causing heaven to rejoice because the one soul that repents on planet earth, heaven throws a party on your behalf. And whatever you want to do in life, always tell someone about Jesus because Jesus Christ is Lord. Seize every moment to let someone know who Jesus is, because Jesus is Lord. God bless you, and I love you.